0: section one of piloting directions for gulf of finland this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org piloting directions for the gulf of finland compiled chiefly from the swedish and russian surveys particularly those of monsieur Gustav klint and general ellers pafariav Considerably improved by the remarks and observations of several experienced pilots Masters in the Navy and commanders in the Baltic trade with accurate descriptions of the new lighthouses beacons, etc Originally compiled by J.W. Nori, hydrographer Author of a complete epitome of practical navigation set of linear tables, stars, etc, etc London Printed for and published by Charles Wilson, late J. W. Nory and Wilson, chart seller to the Admiralty, the Honorable East India Company, and Corporation of Trinity House, at the Navigation Warehouse and Naval Academy, number one five seven, Leadenhall Street, near the Royal Exchange, where may be had pilots, charts, and all the publications of Steele and Company, late of Tower Hill and Cornhill, eighteen forty five. PILOTING DIRECTIONS FOR THE GULF OF FINLAND NOTE THROUGHOUT THE WHOLE OF THIS WORK THE BEARINGS ARE MAGNETIC OR BY COMPASS AND THE SOUNDINGS THOSE TAKEN AT LOW WATER THE VARIATION ABOUT UUTTYA AND THE NORTHWESTERN PART OF THE GULF IS 15 DEGREES WEST AT OBU 14 DEGREES HANGERHEAD 13 DEGREES near NYÖPORKKALA 12 DEGREES AT ORRENGROUND 10 DEGREES AT TOBOKIN 8 DEGREES and At Saint Petersburg, seven and one quarter degrees; on the south side of the Gulf at Daggerörd, thirteen degrees; Udensholm twelve degrees; Revel, eleven degrees thirty minutes; Ekholm, eleven degrees, and Narva Road, nine degrees. Description of the towns etc. in the Gulf of Finland. The Gulf of Finland is a spacious and extensive arm of the sea. Stretching from the northern part of the Baltic to the eastward as far as St. Petersburg Its northern boundary may be considered to commence at Head, and its southern limits at Dagirert being about 19 leagues apart In some places in the eastern part it is full 20 leagues across But as you approach the channel leading to St. Petersburg it becomes narrow its length ...from Hango Head to St. Petersburg is computed at 73 leagues. Numerous islands and shoals are scattered about this gulf, which hitherto have made its navigation extremely hazardous. But these are now most excellently rendered safe and conspicuous by lighthouses, beacons and flanks. These latter are commonly either white or red, and are supported by high wooden crosses. The greatest attention is paid to keep them in repair, and galliots are constantly employed to superintend them during the time the gulf is navigable. The white flags are placed on the northern end of the respective shoals, the red flags on their southern extremities, and the lights continue to burn until the winter sets in, which happens generally at the latter end of October or the beginning of November. Thus the port of Riga in the Baltic is commonly closed with ice in October or November and opened again in March or April. Habsel, Rogervik or Port Baltic, Revel, and those to the eastward close in November or December and open again in February or March. While Narva, Saint Petersburg, Viborg, and Fredrikshavn close in October and November, and all open again in April, except Saint Petersburg which frequently is not freed from the ice until the month of May. The whole of the shores north and south of the Gulf of Finland is now included in the Russian territory, and the southern coast is under the jurisdiction of the two governments of Revel and St. Petersburg, that of the northern of Karelia and Newbury. The government of Revel contains the harbors of Worms Road, Habsall, Rogervik or Port Baltic, Revel, Kolkavik, Paponvik, Monkvik, Kaspervik, Kunda and Narva. The principal of these are Reville and Port Baltic. Worms Road, or Deep Haven, is situated between the northeastern part of Dagö Island and Worms Island, and affords good and spacious anchorage. In wartime it was found to be a very convenient station, having an extent of six or seven miles and a depth of water from six to twelve fathoms. Habsal or Habsal is calculated only for small vessels. Its entrances are through the Worms Road, and to the southward of Worms Island, or between Worms and Nuku. There is also a passage to it from the Baltic through Salea Sound, and also from the Gulf of Livonia by Moon Island channels. But this is a place little frequented, except by the natives with small craft. Port Baltic or Rogerbik. ...is a good place of refuge, according ample shelter in case of necessity. There is a lighthouse at Pakirort to direct you to its entrance, and the town and fort stand on the eastern side of the harbour. This was originally intended as a station for the Russian fleet, but abandoned on account of its being exposed to the frequent rolling in of heavy seas to which it is subjected. On its western side lie the east and west Roge islands. These are joined together by a shallow flat, which also stretches southward towards the main, and over which there are only 6, 9 and 12 feet water. Revel or Reval is the capital of the government, and is considered to have the best port in the province. In front of the harbour lies the island of Nargen, on the north end of which is a lighthouse with a revolving light. At the bottom of the bay stands the town of Revel, and a little to the eastward of the town is the del lighthouse of great utility in entering. Footnote. A second lighthouse to the southward of the above has lately been erected, a description of which will be given hereafter. End footnote. The town of Revel is fortified by a mound and ditch. Its castle stands on a rock. The houses are of brick and well built, but the streets are narrow and irregular. There are 13 churches, several schools, a foundry for cannon, a small palace, and public gardens. But its cathedral was in 1820 consumed by lightning. Its inhabitants are computed at 13,000. The principal exports are corn, Timber, hemp, and spirituous liquors, and its imports are chiefly basalt, sugar, coffee, and British manufactures. Two fairs are held annually. Kolkavik, Paponvik, Monkvik, and Kaspervik are all open bays and places of good temporary anchorage. Kunda. This is a bay situated to the southward of Townshire and about six leagues to the eastward of Kaspervik well sheltered from the wind, except to the northward. The depth of water is moderate, and the anchorage good, affording an excellent retreat for vessels in distress, and particularly adapted for merchant ships. The river Kunda, which takes its rise considerably inland, falls into this bay. The shores of this river are stocked with extensive forests of fir trees And the timber is regularly and expeditiously floated down to the sawmills, which annually are capable of supplying 240,000 deals of the best quality. It is intended to furnish this bay with a mole or harbor, but the anchoring is so good and the urn so easy that ships can load there at present with the greatest ease and safety. Narva is a place of considerable commerce, distant about eight miles from the sea. Its houses are built with bricks, but stuccoed white. In the suburb of Ivanugurt are the remains of an ancient and extensive fortress, which overhangs the river in a very picturesque manner. There is also a lighthouse standing on the southern bank of the river. The depth of water is too little for vessels of any great draught to sail up it, so that large ships must light outside on the bar in 6 8 or 10 fathoms. The exports are timber, hemp, flax and corn, and the imports are salt, wine, tobacco, herrings, spices and grocery in general. St Petersburg, the capital of Russia, is built on several islands lying at the eastern extremity of the gulf of finland at the mouth or entrance of the river neva it is of circular form its diameter being about four miles in extent the river neva flowing from east to west divides it into two parts the larger and more populous side being to the southward that part on the north side is divided also by another branch of the neva which quits the main stream about the middle of the city and runs northwestward. This river is so very shallow at its entrance having a bar with only seven to ten feet over it that loaded ships cannot approach st petersbury within the distance of three or four miles. Towards the land st Petersburg lies open, but the approach by sea is guarded by the fortress of Kronstadt, and in the middle of the city is a citadel. The situation of the capital is low and level so that with westerly winds and high tides it is much inundated an evil now endeavored to be remedied by depositing large quantities of earth whenever new buildings are intended to be erected, embanking the river and making stone quays. There are two bridges over the main stream of the Neva and three over its lesser branches these are formed by boats or barges. Moored at each end and covered with planks, which are regularly removed whenever the ice renders such removal necessary. Footnote: A handsome new bridge is now being erected near the Isaac's Bridge. The stone work is already said to be in a state of forbearance. May 1845. End footnote. The population of Saint Petersburg is estimated at little short of 480,000 persons. Its commerce is extensive, its exports consist of hemp, flax, tallow, leather, iron, skins, cordage, oil, soap, wax, honey, planks and rafters, fish, caviar, rhubarb, tobacco, icing glass, feathers and coarse linen. And its imports are English cotton manufactures, French wines, coffee, colors, drugs, indigo, woods, spices and pottery. All disputes and controversies respecting trade are arranged and settled by a board of trade... ...and all vessels are compelled to discharge their cargoes at and ship them off from the Kronstadt or St. Petersburg custom houses. Kronstadt is the seaport of St. Petersburg and is now one of the principal towns and chief station of the Russian fleet. It is built upon the south extremity of the island Retusari or Kotilin and is distant about three miles from the coast of Ingria and eight from that of Karelia. This island is about seven miles long and one mile broad. Kronstadt is guarded towards the sea by fortifications running into the water and towards the land by ramparts and bastions. It has three havens, one of which is devoted to merchant vessels, and the two others to men of war. The merchant harbor is much the largest and calculated to contain 600 sail. But this, as well as the middle harbor, is exposed to the westerly winds. The war harbor has sufficient room for about 30 vessels, but there is not depth of water for such a number. Some therefore repair to, or remain in, the middle port. It is said the brackishness of the water in the Man of War harbor frequently produces the dry rot. Here is the entrance to the Grand Canal, which is 238 fathoms long, 56 feet broad and 25 feet deep. It is entered from the sea and communicates with dry docks, which have a length of 150 fathoms more. The canal forms a cross of which the middle is circular and entirely lined with granite. The water is let out of this dock by a sluice into a reservoir, whence it is pumped by steam engines into a canal adjoining and requires nine days to empty it. The dry docks are faced with stone and paved with granite. They are 40 feet deep and 150 feet broad. The man of war's mole is enclosed by a strong rampart of granite built in the sea. Here is a foundry for casting cannon, a rope walk for making cables of all sizes, and great magazines filled with all kinds of naval stores. The principal port is defended by bastions of granite or wood, and the merchant's haven is closed by a boom and defended by a battery on each jetty head. The principal passage to St. Petersburg is between Kronstadt and the southern shore. But the deep water channel is very much narrowed by a sandy flat of shoal water, which spreads full three miles from the land. On the northern edge of this sand stands the castle of Kruunslot or Kronshott. This is a circular building mounting 50 guns. And on the Kronstadt side is the St. Peter's battery of 100 guns. These two are intended to defend the entrance of the passage, which is here contracted to about half a mile across, but its least depth is four fathoms. Sufficient water will therefore be found for the largest ships, and the channel can be opened or shut at pleasure. The channel to the north of Kronstadt is full of shoals, and blocked up by the hulks of vessels which have been purposely sunk there to prevent a passage. At Kronstadt, the traveller must go to the harbourmaster's vessel and get his passport examined. He will then be allowed to enter the town, where an interpreter will attend him to the port admiral and military commandant, at whose offices his passport must be registered. He will then be suffered to choose his own habitation. In going to St. Petersburg, the customs only allow a sufficient quantity of apparel to be carried with him. The rest of his baggage must be sent up by the boats to the custom house at that city. There are two routes by which you may proceed, either by the steamboats, which start from Kronstadt twice a day, or crossing to Orienbaum on the southern shore, and pass thence by land to St. Petersburg. You should endeavor to reach the city by daylight. The road lies through Orienbaum, Peterhof, and Sterlna, the first of these is a town of considerable extent pleasantly situated and commands a beautiful view of kronstadt etc here stands a palace 100 feet above the level of the sea at Peterhof is another palace the occasional residence of the imperial family here are a village and a stone church trelna also has a palace it is 10 miles from saint petersburg and is surrounded with woods and beautiful scenery, commanding also an extensive view of the Gulf and city. Viburi is a town situated in Russian Finland, in the province of Karelia, about 98 miles northwest of St. Petersburg. It is built in a valley, well fortified, having a population of nearly 10,000 persons, who carry on a very considerable trade in timber, tar, pitch, tallow and fish. The navigation up the gulf to Webery is intricate and requires a pilot. Virolax is a town further to the westward and has a small gulf or harbor chiefly frequented by fishermen. Friedrichshaven or Haven. This is a large and well-fortified town situated near an inlet about 50 miles to the westward of Webery and containing a garrison of 6,000 men and exports similar articles to Vibori, but more particularly Planks and Tallow. Lovisa is a strong seaport town and situated on the margin of a considerable inlet of the sea in Swedish Finland. It is protected by a fortress built on the island Svartholm. The inhabitants of this and the neighboring ports subsist chiefly by fishing, agriculture, grazing and making wooden ware. Their commerce is in grain, cattle, butter, linen and talc. Borgo stands to the westward of Lovisa at the entrance of a river of the same name. The navigation to this town is difficult and the trade inconsiderable. It is situated within the district of Newland. Helsingfors lies to the westward of Borgo and near the meridian of 25 degrees east. This is a populous and thriving town, and considered the best port in Finland for large vessels. The entrance is defended by several forts; The principal is that of Sveabori, extending its fortifications through seven islands, having barracks, magazines, and an arsenal, all bomb-proof. Since the Russians have had possession of Helsingfors, the town has been very considerably improved, and the commerce extended and enlarged. There are now two basins, or docks, for building and repairing ships, and it exports corn, fish, logs, deals, salted provisions, etc. The coast to the westward of Helsingfors is studded with rocks and islands innumerable. The inland country wears a poor and barren appearance, and there is no town of any importance before you reach Ekenes. Eknes or Eknes is situated 15 or 16 leagues to the westward of Helsingfors and to the eastward of Hangöhead It is a small town with a population of 1300 standing southeast about 50 miles from Obu, the capital of Swedish Finland The navigation to this place is very intricate, yet the commerce is considerable Orbu, formerly the capital of Swedish Finland, is situated in the latitude of 60 degrees, 26 minutes, 58 seconds north, 22 degrees, 17 minutes, 31 seconds east from Greenwich, at the extremity of the promontory formed by the gulfs of Finland and Botnia and on the banks of the Aurajoki. It is a bishopric and had a university, the greater part of which and nearly the whole of the city were destroyed by a fire in 1827. The city was well built, with a commodious harbour and population of 13,000 persons. At the entrance of the river is a castle, and vessels of 9 or 10 feet water can go up to the town, but those of greater thought... Come to an anchor three miles to the southwestward of the river and convey their cargoes to Obu in boats. A considerable trade was formerly carried on, its exports being corn, iron, wood, cattle, fish, tar, pitch, salted provisions, furs, hides, coarse linen, deals, tiles, etc. End of section.